Welcome, welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host with the most, Brian to the Boom, joined as always by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo and our producer extraordinaire, Brendan Pika. Guys, welcome in for our week five preview episode. Hello. Guys, uh, it's week five. It has been a wild first four weeks dealing with COVID and just the, the natural strange flow of football. We are in our first week of a Bill O'Brien-less NFL. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, and kind of a running joke was it, he's coaching like a man who wants to lose his job. <laughs> and so he he's, is a running joke. He's been set free. Oh. So Bill O'Brien, please enjoy it. Um. <laughs> He's got Man. plenty of time now. He can listen to our podcast. <laughs> Maybe pick up a few things. Yeah, to keep up with the latest news. Uh, uh, Andrew, going into yeah. this week, I think a big storyline in the NFL and in the world, global news, is you are losing to me 0-4 to four in game predictions. Uh, I expect that trend to continue, uh, mm. but you know we'll see. We'll, we'll keep it going. Ain't going to uh, happen. We'll... <laughs> the issue is I going to play risky now. Oh, so, that's true. All I have to do is call the exact same games as you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have you pick first every in every week. single game. Definitely not going to happen. <laughs> We're not going to stand for any tomfoolery here. So Tomfoolery. That no is one, your middle name. No toms, no fooleries, none of them. Hmm. Well, on that note, I think we can just jump right into Let's the week five preview. Uh, some bye week teams. There are two of them. The best team in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers. Lions. And one oh. of the worst teams, the Detroit Lions Packers. are on a bye. So please get those players out of your lineup. Uh, and I do want to say, if Robert Tanyan is available in any leagues, he is in a bye this week, so he may not have been picked up. Uh, I think pick him up. I think he's absolutely worth a bench spot at this point. Yeah, definitely perfect time to do it. Uh, today we're breaking down the NFC home games. So starting out, that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Chicago Bears for the Thursday night football. Uh, the big storylines for the Buccaneers, Chris Godwin has been ruled out. Scotty Miller is injured, but expecting to play. Mike Evans is questionable, but we are expecting him to play. And Leonard Fournette is doubtful. Should, should be the Ronald Jones show once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as fantasy options, Tom Brady had a huge week last week. I, I'm i not in a rush to start him. Uh, if you don't have very many options, you know I think he is right up there. I think I would stream him ahead of uh, Herbert. I would start him ahead of Goff. Uh, but I wouldn't be excited. He is missing quite a few options. And the Bears, you know, they're not a super easy they're defense. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. But yeah, I got I got Tom Brady in that same spot as well. Just kind of a, a, a lower-end starting quarterback. He's not going to impress you this week, but he won't lose you, lose you the week, I don't think. Yeah, uh, Ronald Jones, you know, I think he is a borderline starter, uh, but I think he's all systems go against the Bears, especially if Fournette is done or if he's not playing this game. Jones looked great last week. He toted the rock a healthy amount, and he produced over 100 total yards. You know, I think you start him as a low-end RB2 with injuries, COVID, bye weeks. You know, I think he's going to get the workload that'll be that'll be start-worthy for sure as a 100%. running back. Uh, and I don't really think there's a whole lot of other other issues here. Uh, Scotty Miller, you know, he's kind of the only other fringe player that we should talk about. Mm-hmm. He delivered in a big way last week, scored a touchdown, uh, one of many that Tom Brady threw. 
With Chris Godwin being out, how interested are you in Scotty Miller? Start him up. That's my take. If he plays, so, start him wow. up. So strong start. It sounds yeah, like he's been he's been on the injury list every single week now, and he's been playing most of those weeks. And we saw last game that he did really well. So I I have no reason to to sit him. So. Interesting. So I'm curious the range that you have, Scotty Miller. Uh, so Chenault or Scotty Miller? Uh, I'm gonna go Scotty Miller this go. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. That's a that's a good spot. I can see where you're coming it's from close, here. But I I got him as a pretty high end flex. Uh, Michael Gallup or Scotty Miller? Scotty Miller. Scotty I think I picked Chenault over Michael Gallup. <laughs> okay. Well, interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm excited for him too. You know, I think his ceiling is 80 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and with Godwin being out, I think he does have uh, a lot better chance. Um, over to the Bears side of the ball. It's Nick Foles once again. Um, really, it's Allen Robinson. You know, I, I would temper my expectations. I think ah, Foles is go really going to struggle against this Buccaneers team. Uh, this Buccaneers defense has shut down, you know, a lot of fantastic wide receivers. Uh, they shut down Keenan Allen last week. Um, you know, I, I think Foles is not good as a starter. I think he is a really good relief quarterback. And I think Allen Robinson is going to have a, a downer game. So he's on the upswing. I agree. I think he is a strong wide receiver too. Uh, but I think this week he is a low end wide receiver too against this Buccaneers defense. See, I always have more faith in Allen Robinson than you do. So I still have him as a wide receiver, low end wide receiver one. Wow. Uh, that No, that's just what he is throughout the season. And I can see him performing as a high end wide receiver two this game. Okay. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't knock you. Robinson's a great great. player, so we have seen it, but this is a great defense. And I think they've shut down better wide receivers than Allen Robinson. Uh, David Montgomery, you know, I think he is, he is what it is. He is what he is. He is a, he's a plotter, um, but he's getting the work and he's getting production. So I think you just lock him in as a RB low end RB two and hope Mm -hmm. for a touchdown. So I think this is a, I don't know if I'd say elite, uh, rush defense, but definitely close to it. Uh, so I think you're hoping and praying for 50 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. I got the same. You can't bench him. So uh, when it comes to ancillary wide receivers for this bears team, it comes it's down to, word. <laughs> yeah, it comes down to Anthony Miller. Uh, you know, that's been a tough one for me. You know, I really truly thought he was going to have a breakout season. Uh, he really hasn't delivered yet. Unfortunately, that does seem to be the case. So I'm fading on on Miller. He's losing snaps. The new sexiness on this Bears team is Darnell Mooney. You may be saying who, <laughs> uh, but he has been. He's seeing his role increase weekly, uh, and he's starting to outplay uh, Anthony Miller. Uh, he's got five balls and nine targets. Uh, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is Darnell Mooney somebody you want to keep an eye on? You know, I think there is value on this team for the wide receiver too. I thought it was going to be Miller, but it could very well be Darnell Mooney. I I still think that it's Anthony Miller over Darnell Mooney. I I haven't seen enough yet, but he is a guy to keep an eye on. I agree because the like you said, the wide receiver two on this team has some value. I still think Anthony Miller has that spot for me. 
I'm not okay. starting either of them. I'm not right. even rostering Mooney yet. Um, Miller is a big desperation flex for me. Yeah, no, I think that is a great, great way of looking at it. Uh, these two teams, Andrew, give yeah. me the Bucks. Okay, I'm picking Bucks as well. Oh, playing it safe, hey, classic they, Andrew. The Bears let me down last week, so I'm gonna hold that <laughs> against them. I picked too much by emotion. Uh, like, that explains a lot. Yeah, that explains why I picked the Dolphins winning Week One against the Patriots. Yeah, that was bold. Uh, next up, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Over to the Panthers' side of the ball. I think this is going to be a great game for all Panthers. I'm Mike sorry. Davis, I'm starting. DJ yeah. Moore, I think, is a great start, yep. as well as Robbie Anderson. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is a legitimate flex this week. You know, Boom. I think. Let's go. I was going to bring that up. I didn't think you were going to have faith in him. I mean, I don't have faith in him. Um, I would start him because logically it makes sense. My heart says no, but my brain says yes. Uh, He's getting it done. He has great options. And I think they're going to need to throw against this Atlanta Falcons team who is just embarrassed by the Packers. So I think both teams are going to come out swinging. This is a inter-conference game. These these teams know each other. They hate each other. And I think we're going to have a shootout. I think this is a sneaky, highest-scoring game of the week. So... As far as Panthers, I think Ever. Teddy B, yeah. throw him out there. I think he's yep. going to be better than Gardner Minshew. I think he'll be better than Herbert. I think he might be pushing Tom Brady. Ooh. Uh, but DJ Moore, he's been a disappointment this season. I think this is a get-right week for DJ. I'm starting him. Uh, I think I think he can put up some numbers against this Falcons team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anderson Moore. Uh, no Curtis Samuel, though. Correct. No Curtis Samuel. Uh, And Mike Davis should have a great week as well. Uh, People, uh, teams do attack the Falcons through the air, uh, but Davis has proven, you know, he's every bit capable as McCaffrey's backup. He's getting it done on the ground and through the air as well. Over to the Falcons side of the ball. Like I said, a disappointing week last week. All the wide receiving options got shut down, and Todd Gurley was the lone highlight. Uh, This week, I think you can start Gurley. I think he is what he is every single week, touchdown or bust, uh, and a solid RB2 against what originally looked like a weak Panthers defense, but they're showing a little bit of backbone. This is a a much more scrappy team than I originally expected. Big shot. Um, You know, Julio Jones is questionable with a hamstring injury. He's not expected to play this week after suffering a setback last game. I hope they rest their their star receiver, uh, but I do think Calvin really gets right back out there and crushes Hayden Hurst, I think, is a solid start as okay. well. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, not too many question marks surrounding this game. Between Matt Ryan and Teddy B, I'd yeah. be starting Teddy B. Nice, exactly. And guess what? That's who I'm picking to win. Or is that, where, wow. is that who you were picking? Uh, that's not who I was going to pick. So, no. Andrew, you're picking the Panthers to win. I will Panthers. pick the Falcons. Got to go. Although, although I think uh, Teddy B is going to be great. Yeah. I do trust the veteran leadership of Ryan and the offensive weapons they have. All right. Uh, and Brendan, it looks like he is picking Atlanta as well. Let's pick uh, Atlanta. And Brendan, it also looks like he did say Andrew is a mm-hmm. fantasy football moron. That's, uh, that seems yeah, a little harsh, but... Didn't okay. say that. Can confirm. Well, Brendan approved. I Can like confirm. it. Moving on, we have the LA Rams taking on the Washington football team. Here we go. LA Rams. 
bizarre week last week. The running game was a mess. Cooper Cup was really the only receiver option that you felt good about playing against a shockingly good Washington defense. Uh, This is a fantastic D-line, much more vulnerable through the air. But when it comes to the Rams, you know who you're starting. You're starting Woods, Cup. I think Higby goes back to being a a TE1. Mm -hmm. We've seen it, the upside and the downside, but he's always a touchdown threat. So he's in there. Yeah, no um, when it comes to running backs, unfortunately, you know, McVeigh was not lying when he said it was a committee. Henderson, Brown, and they've both looked great at different points this season. Andrew, this is extreme, but gun to your head, these two players, Brown, Henderson, who do you start? Here's the issue as well. Akers is expected to play. He's back from an injury. So it's I'm gonna disregarding be all, Akers. All three of them. You're disregarding them. I don't like anyone this week. I wouldn't recommend starting any of them this week, but if I had to pick one, I would still go Henderson. Yeah, I I agree with you there. Um, If you have to choose one, Henderson is how I would go about it. I don't recommend it, though. But yes, no, it's definitely icky. Uh, Over to the Washington side. We'll make it easy for you. Scary Terry is the only player I would think about, uh, but he is nursing an injury he received last week. Uh, So I... Fingers crossed, Scary Terry stays healthy because he is the lone bright spot on this Washington football team, except for Gibson. He's he's good. I wouldn't say he's the bright spot. I I save that for McLaurin. But Gibson, he is proving himself to be a capable player. Uh, He is in the touchdown or bust category, in my opinion. Uh, Mm. He's he's reaching that point where he's not for me. Yeah, and and he's getting there. He is getting there. I'm not starting him and feeling great about it. Uh, but his role is expanding, and each week he is getting more and more involved. So mm-hmm. I am excited to see what he can do against this L.A. Rams team. I would still start him. You know, he yeah, is in that I'm, flex category. I'm all in. I'm, I have no doubt in my mind with Gibson. Yeah, well, that's awesome. He you had know, a I, great performance last week against yes, Baltimore. Yeah, he so. really did. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you there. Uh, the downside, there was a quarterback change. And as much grief as I gave Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen has been announced the replacement. Weird move, and man. And I honestly prefer Dwayne Haskins I would prefer to Kyle him. Allen. <laughs> I mean, that's a... Yeah. I would even be questioning it if they put in Alex Smith. I would be like, right. is that the right move? Yeah. But I so, would rather have Smith over Kyle Allen. Ugh. Right. Yeah, so that's shocking. Um, that, you know... Let's just say it's a horizontal move for now, um, but this might negatively affect all the options in Washington. But for now, you're starting Scary Terry. You're starting starting Gibson. Yep. And for now, that is it. These two Easy. teams give me the Rams. LA Rams, no doubt. Next up, we have the New York Giants taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Starting with the Giants' side of the ball, this is a dysfunctional offense on a dysfunctional team. They're playing bad defense, bad offense, and missing their boy, Saquon Barkley. And Daniel Jones, uh, you know, let's not be too gentle. He has not looked good uh, by any metric. I mean, he's been outplayed by Burrow. He's been outplayed by Herbert. He's he's not looking great. <laughs> um, so, you know, hopefully he does take a step forward. I'm not expecting a huge one this week. Granted, the Cowboys do have an awful, awful defense. Um, but truly, I'm starting Evan Ingram. You know, he yeah. hasn't he hasn't put it out, he hasn't put up a, a big game yet this season. 
but he's getting the targets. Uh, week one, seven targets. Week two, he had eight. Week three, he had five. And last week against the Rams, he had 10 targets. Uh, 10 targets against a terrible Cowboys defense. That should be able to get you some production. And fingers crossed, he's able to put it together here. He is a elite talent, uh, unfortunately, on a bad team. So I think this is a week Evan Ingram can get it done. I'm starting him with confidence. You know, like I said, he hasn't he hasn't had that game yet this season, but all the factors we're looking for are there. Uh, the Giants should have to throw to play catch up because this is a game that I do expect the Cowboys to handle very well. I do want to say a flyer that I think is interesting. Here we go. Is Darius Slayton. Oh, okay. Um, you know, he has at least six targets in every game this season. He is their, their big play guy. I don't know if you remember because this feels like forever ago. Week one, he had nine targets for 102 receiving yards and two touchdowns. He is the big play guy. Yeah. And this is a game where I think they're going to need him to make big plays. Daniel Jones has shown he does not care about turnovers. Uh, so he'll sling it, which is great news for fantasy football. And he's kind of looking like a Brooks Brothers version of Jameis Smith. He is Abercrombie version of Jameis Smith. So, uh, not Jameis Jam- Smith. I'm losing like, my mind. Huh? Uh, J- <laughs> Jameis Winston. Winston. My apologies. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, maybe no, no. Alex Smith but, was in my head. I, but, I do agree with you. Slayton is an actually sneaky good pick. Yeah, I think he's going to have the opportunity, and against his defense, he should be able to get it done. Uh, I'm flexing Slayton this week, and yep. you know, I, fingers crossed, I feel pretty good about it. I'm also taking Slayton, but there's one more. Oh, let's hear it. Devonta Freeman. Interesting. Okay. I'm taking Devonta Freeman this week to a team that gives up the second most rushing yards per game. It's 172 per game last week. They gave up a whopping 307 yards to the Cleveland Browns run game. And I'm that I'm not saying that Devonta Freeman is anywhere close to Nick Chubb or even Kareem Hunt level, but this, this run defense is terrible. So I can see Devonta Freeman 80 rushing yards and maybe 50 receiving yards. Yeah, I can't knock it. I can see that. This is a really bad defense. Uh, although although I'm not a huge fan of Freeman this season, I think he should be able to get it done against this I like defense. I like, so I cannot I like fault you there. Uh, over to the Dallas Cowboys side of the ball. You know, you have a fantastic offense. So I, I truly think you can fire up pretty much everybody. I think the lowest on the totem pole uh, would be Michael Gallup but I think you can start him against this dreadful Giants defense. Um, you know, I do want to say Dalton Schultz is expected to play. He did have a thigh injury, but once again, he is expected to play. And if he does play, I think you fire him up as a starter in the tight end position. Yeah, 100%. There is uh, a lot of people to throw to on this team, and I, and I think this is going to be one of those few games where everyone can get the ball. Everyone's going to be able to put up major fantasy points i feel a little differently i think they won't need to go as big as they have recently so i think one of these options or maybe even two of these options will put up a stinker the problem is we we just don't know who it's going to be it's most likely going to be gallup i don't know that's my take my take if you 
I I'm definitely not that excited on Gallup. He's a low end flex, but I can see where he will put up big numbers. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. These two teams give me the Cowboys. Cowboys. Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Seattle Seahawks. This is a pretty easy fantasy football analysis game. Mm-hmm. Minnesota Vikings, uh, I think you start Thielen as a, I think he's a top 10 receiver this week. He could be, yeah, he could be really good this week. Yeah, I think he should be great. Uh, Andrew, Justin Jefferson, break it down. 100%. Start him. Two weeks in a row, he's got over 100 receiving yards. Uh, they need to throw the ball when they're down, and they are going to be down by a lot this game. Kirk Cousins is surprisingly really good in garbage time, and that is great for fantasy. That is great for Jefferson. I'm going to say it, all systems go for Justin Jefferson in a flex spot this week. Yeah, I love that pick. Justin Jefferson has emerged and is proving himself alongside Adam Thielen. Jefferson, in what should be a very good matchup against a very good team that will put up numbers, I think Jefferson is a great flex, and I think he has a real wide receiver two potential this week. 100%. Um, Dalvin Cook, you know, don't get cute. You're starting him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, making it easy, I guess the hardest question is Kirk Cousins. Is he a viable streamer in oh. a what should be a very, very high-scoring I game? I, it, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to blame you if you put him in, but there's other quarterback. Like I'd like Teddy better than Cousins this week. So, oh, okay. I thought you were going cool. to elaborate on that. No. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. no I, I'm just saying that's the level I got him at. I got I like Teddy better. I like uh, obviously Tom Brady better. I'm just trying to think of all the quarterbacks that uh, I think there's too many to choose from. Yeah, uh, you know, honestly, this is gross, but Kirk Cousins has averaged more points than Teddy Bridgewater this game. If you throw out his week two against Indianapolis, where he put up 1.52 fantasy football points, he threw three interceptions and 113 pass yards. Yeah, I I would I would stream Cousins uh, ahead of Teddy Bridgewater. Mm. That is a a icky feeling, Uh, but you know. Kirk does have a talent for padding the stats in good matchups. So I think he gets that done here. I think he is a sneaky stream. Um, Yeah, nothing too complicated there. Over to the Seahawks, more of the same. Chris Carson, if he plays, you start him with supreme confidence. Metcalf, you start. Even after a disappointing week, Tyler Lockett slots right back in as a wide receiver one. Easy peasy, man. Um, That's it, yeah. Yeah, boom. Nice and easy. These two teams give me these Seahawks. Seahawks. Where's where's the riskiness, Andrew? Where's the riskiness? The riskiness is in Carolina. (laughs) Playing, well, technically the game's in Atlanta, but Panthers beating Falcons. Our final NFC, or I guess we have two more. I take that back. Next up, we have the Miami Dolphins taking on the 49ers. Starting on the Dolphins' side of the ball, Devontae Parker, I'm starting. Go for it. Yeah. I'm starting. Uh, this 49ers defense might be without Richard Sherman, uh, and they've been pretty vulnerable. You know, this does not look like the vaulted defense of the past. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting I'm starting Parker. I'm still starting Gesicki, even though the 49ers are very good against tight ends. I do think Gesicki gets the added push there. There really isn't a solid wide receiver, too. You know, Preston Williams has not risen to the occasion. Uh, Grant is certainly not the wide receiver too. 
It's been Isaiah uh, Ford, I think. Yeah, Isaiah Ford is ahead of Preston Williams right now. Uh, for me, it's it's Parker and it's Kasicki, and that's it. Yeah, in the receiving game, absolutely. In the receiving yeah, game, just those two. I gotta. <laughs> we're at that point with Preston Williams where we gotta we gotta yeah. see it first. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm fine cutting Preston Williams at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and your boy Miles Gaskins. Oh, boy. You know, preach. He is he's yours. Yeah. You called him. You love him. What do you expect against this forty nine defense? As much as I love him, this is a tough matchup. This is a really good defense. Uh, there is a lot of injuries to this defense, however, so it is slightly exploitable. I'm not expecting a huge week winning game. I expect a low end RB two performance. Yeah, no, I think that is a, a good, moderate expectation. Uh, over to the Niners' side of the ball. Kittle, superstar. Mm-hmm. Other than him, you know, Debo Samuel came back last week, had a very small game. And I think a big part of that is Brandon Ayuk does a lot of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, they put the ball in his hands behind the line of scrimmage, and they let him run. You know, I'm sure Debo was on the sidelines kind of sad because that's his thing. Uh, and Ayuk seems to be doing it better. So, you know, perhaps they were easing Samuel in. I'm excited to see both of these guys playing at their top capacity together because I do think Shanahan is a brilliant offensive mind. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to utilize them. Uh, but for the time being, Debo Samuel, I do think he's worth rostering. You know, he is available out there. He is coming off of the injury and coming off of IR. And I am curious to see what they can do. He was great last season, and I'm curious to see what they do with him moving forward. Uh, but Ayuk, I think you can start him. I think yeah, he is somebody confidence. who uh, is worth taking that plunge. I think he's a flex option. Yeah, I got him in flex as well. Devo Samuel, uh, if you're desperate. Uh, yeah, Andrew, uh, you're the running back expert. I'm Any the of these guy, yeah. 49ers running backs that jump out to you, um, you know, I, th- I think McKinnon is probably the best option, but yeah, you tell me. Yeah, it's, it's Mostert is still questionable this week. Uh, he was limited in practice on Wednesday. So if Mostert plays, I'm starting him. Uh, and if Mostert doesn't play, then just McKinnon. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. These two teams give me the 49ers. Do you remember earlier this episode when I was talking about how stupid I was to pick the Dolphins over the 49ers? Or sorry, over the the (laughs) Patriots week one? Because I just wanted to go off of like emotion. I'm doing it again. I'm picking the Dolphins this week to beat the San Francisco 49ers. I'm pretty sure Brendan doesn't agree with me though. Well, seeing yeah, as okay. Brendan's no. almost always right, that makes yeah, sense. He's, he's going um, Wow. No, and Brendan's right. saying some really nasty things about he's you right now. He's saying anything. I'm looking at oh the same gosh. thing you are. Looking at the same. Brendan, okay. I don't well, think that was, does that, that with those people. That was, Brendan, that that's was, our uh, friend. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> wow. Making Brendan seem like he's just <laughs> a jerk to me. Nah, he's cool. He's cool. Uh, Brennan is cool. You can't uh, be mean to him, though. Otherwise, you know, he'll just edit you out. That's, so. Which apparently happens all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm taking the 49ers. No one knows uh, and say, Brendan yeah. is going with the 49ers as well. Yep. Our final NFC home game we are reviewing today is the LA Chargers taking on the New Orleans Saints. Uh, 
really unfortunate injury for the Chargers. Austin Eckler is expected to miss four to six weeks with a hamstring injury. Really rough news for fantasy. Eckler, you know, he's just a great player. You know, he's a tough dude. Wish him the best. And I am looking forward to him coming back. He makes this team better. In his absence, we have Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly. Uh, out of those two players, Joshua Kelly is the one I would start. For sure. Yeah. And I do think in this matchup, I would have Joshua Kelly as a flex option. Yep. Uh, not expecting a whole lot, uh, but I do think he'll get the workload and the opportunity to make it valuable. Um, Herbert, you know, as much as I, I'm not going to say I haven't been a believer, but I certainly haven't been as excited as you, you were, have been. You were a cautious. Yeah, you I was cautious. cautious about him. I'm in now. Uh, he's proven it, it week go. after week. Uh, and I think this is a great matchup against the Saints. I do think he's streamable. I do think he's up there with Tom Brady as far as options, um, as far as streaming options. Mike Williams, you know, he's not playing. Eckler's not playing. Getting a little light when it comes to receiving options, Uh, but he's getting it done. So, you know, shockingly, I'll put my money where my mouth is. You know, I'm starting Herbert in a league where I Mm -hmm. lost Cam uh, to COVID. So, you know, I think he has an opportunity here to make a name for himself under the bright lights against Drew Brees, a fading light. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, I think Herbert steps up big in this game, and I think this is one uh, for his career. So you would go Herbert over Cousins or under Cousins? I'm guessing Herbert over Bridgewater for you, right? I would go Cousins over Herbert. Cousins Uh, over Herbert. I truly think Cousins just crushes it this week. All right, I like it. Um... I'm trying to think uh, who else we should talk about. Uh, uh, Hunter Keenan Henry, Allen, you're starting. Keenan Allen, starting. Easy, Easy that's it. enough. Over to the Saints' side of the ball. Michael Thomas is questionable. We are hoping he plays. If he does play, obviously you are starting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Cook, questionable. I'm not going to say obviously start him if he does play. Uh, you know, I think there's been a lot of breakout tight ends this season that I have above Jared Cook. Uh, but... You know, if you draft him to be your starter, if you are so inclined, you can feel free to start Jared Cook. I would not hold it against you. Alvin Kamara, you're starting. Latavius Murray had a great game last week, but I don't no. think that is a trend. I'm not starting don't Latavius Murray in any any capacity other than a handcuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, receiving options outside of Michael Thomas. Traquan Smith, Emmanuel Sanders, no thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. I mean... Even if even if Michael Thomas doesn't play, I don't even know if I want to start either of them. I yeah, mean, it's the Camaro show, and yeah, Breeze like just it. cannot throw down the field. So no until either. Thomas comes back, it is hands off. Yeah, and no Breeze. You're right. Yeah, I am not starting Breeze, and neither should you. This Here's is a tough. question for you. Is yeah. Drew Breeze rosterable at this point? Would you drop him for Herbert? Drop him for Herbert? Yeah. Yeah, that's bold. I like it. And statistically, that has been the right choice up to this point. These two teams give me the Saints. It's so tough. I if Eckler was healthy, I might have gone with the Chargers. But I don't know about that run game. I think it's going to be another close one. Like last week, it's going to be another. Yeah, I agree. Very disappointing loss for Herbert. He's going to get so close to winning, but he just can't do it. He should go to the Vikings. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Make that trade. 
Um, yeah, it sounds like we're both going Saints. Yep. And Saints. Uh, Andrew, that wraps up our NFC home game preview. Uh, thank you everybody so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate you spending your valuable time with us. If you could do us a favor, please leave us a review on whatever platform it is you are choosing to listen to us on. Uh, it keeps us going, spreads the word, and it lets us bring more fantasy football analysis to the people. Uh, thank you all. Stay safe, stay fun, and check back later this week for our AFC home game preview for week five. Thank you, and check you later.